Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friend is Nate Payne, the closest living source we have of John Beckhoff's tunes and fiddling. We recorded this at the second annual Old Time on the Onion in Vermont about a month ago. Shout out to Artie Eno for asking me to teach the banjo workshop. I'm absolutely delighted to tell you that this episode of Get Up in the Cool is brought to you by Elderly Instruments in Lansing, Michigan, my go-to for traditional instruments and accessories. Next time you need an instrument upgrade or you run out of strings or your tuna breaks, go give them a visit at elderly.com. Stick around afterwards and I'll tell you how you can support the show and get exclusive bonus content. But first, here's my interview and jam with Nate Payne. Enjoy! Thank you. 
Nate Payne, welcome to Get Up in the Cool. Thank you, Cameron. I feel like you just welcomed to me. That was so great. That was fun. The, the name of that tune is Peter Francisco? Peter Francisco. Why is that tune named Peter Francisco? <laughs> uh, he was a big war hero. Um, Which war? Supposedly. Um, he, he was a Spaniard who came over, and I, I'm not the one to tell you this. I should, I should not talk about something I don't know much about. It's a good tune that was... Um, uh, the Fuzzy Mountain String Band. Uh, I first came across it from them, and it was a major tune. Um, it's another one of these tunes that uh, John turned into a modally thing. Yeah. And uh, he was real good at that. He was. He had a bunch of these that he he preferred to sort of um, turn into a modal thing, and that's one of them. So, so uh, I first heard about you um, from watching videos of you and John Beckhoff playing. Um, they were going, um, I guess you could say, old-time viral. Sure. <laughs> like yeah. viral for old-time music. And uh, I think that was, I think, right before he died. Um, yeah, pretty pretty soon, yeah. Is that when Let's you recorded see, them he, also? Um, That's at least when I started seeing them. Yeah, yeah, not long before. Uh, that was probably... Let's see. Maybe the the summer bef uh, before I think that could have been 2014 I'm not sure yeah. but he yeah yeah it was it was up towards the end for sure yeah so um what's the, like the story behind your relationship with him like when did you meet him yeah so I um um had sort of moved back to the southern Vermont area um, from 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 Colorado um I grew up out in New England, and my family and I moved out to Colorado when I was, you know, 13 or so. I uh, came back this way to 2003. I probably met uh, a lot of these guys, and John included, around 2005. And uh, just by happenstance, you know, going to a lot of these, uh, these fun parties out in the boonies, you know. Um, I, I met a lot of these folks just from showing up at the right place at the right time. Yeah. And uh, I met John up at Michael and Sal Sally Donahue's out in West Towns, and um, and that was just a real that whole scene for starters was just a big eye opener for me. Um, and yeah, of course, when I heard uh, John fiddling out back, my mm -hmm. my jaw just dropped, and and um, I just was immediately fixated, as many of us. Who, who came across him where and um, I was pretty shy I what I, was it was interesting about his fiddling to you oh I had, I had never heard anything like it um, just the creativity and the power behind it um, so part of his creativity was taking tunes and then just making artistic decisions about like uh, I'm just going to change the scale that this tune uses yeah he had a really interesting capacity to to um learn and respect the you know the original sources where he got them from but also to make them his own yeah and uh, over the years they they really became his own i think and and um he was very encouraging just to go back to the sources and would try to always lead us in that direction yet over time i ended up playing with him so much that i if anything tended to, to pick up what he was doing and so he's sort of like, like your yeah. source oh yeah yeah, yeah. 
Even though he he would have been, you know, he would just say, "Oh no, you got to go listen." To right, me. right, you right. Know, that's how he was. But, I wonder uh, how many, yeah, like sources, like especially nowadays, or like people who learn from original sources. How many of them are like uh, acknowledge their own, like, "Okay, I'm a source right. now," or how many of them are just sort of reluctant? Yeah, you know, so. yeah, yeah. He would have been in the reluctant category yeah. to to. You know, to want or to encourage people to right. play like him, you know. For sure, sure. But uh, nevertheless, that was what was most captivating to yeah. me. And, uh, and and just by virtue of spending many, many hours fiddling with him, that was, it was a natural tendency to, to try to do what he was doing. And, yeah. and uh, not that I'll ever get there, but... Sure. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you get a little piece of it, then you're doing all right. So. Yeah, and then you can keep his sort of... I mean, did he learn to play like that from any specific other fiddler that he had like a one-on-one relationship with, or not? You know, not that, that I know his, of. That was very, very his much style, his yeah. own style and, and personality. The like, mm-hmm. the things I pick up when I listen to you and him play mm-hmm. are like the sort of chordal moments and the rhythmic sure, stuff. Sure, sure. And he, um, his, his listening. Um, to music expanded into a lot of different countries, a lot of different genres, okay. and, and a lot of people can hear a lot of um, African rhythms in in his old timey music. There's a there's um, an element to his playing where he, I've only ever heard him play for like you know like seven minutes at a time at least you mm-hmm. know so like he plays right. tunes for a long time sure. and the variations aren't necessarily like oh he's doing this this time this another time it. I can't necessarily point him out, but there's never a moment when I'm listening to him where I get bored or where yeah. I feel like I think this tune's done. So yeah. I think there's something yeah. about that rhythmically that's like I feel the same way when I'm listening to uh, African drum music and stuff. You know, yeah. where it's like there's so much repetition, but I do not. I'm still interested. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, keep, yeah. Keep it going. Yeah. 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 The the rhythmic stuff. Yes. Um. You can hear a lot of African rhythms in some of his playing. You can hear a lot of Cajun rhythms in some of his, you know, in the even in the old time style that he used. He, yeah, he was heavily influenced by, by well both those things a lot. But I'm not super familiar with Cajun music. But when I hear Cajun fiddling, I feel like there's an element of like um, sawing, like da 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 da, da more yeah, than, yeah. than necessarily shuffling. And I feel like yeah. I heard that in his, in sure, his playing. Sure, sure. You can hear it in a lot of his waltzes, especially. Oh, there's, very good. A, a, yeah. Yeah. And so I think he, he sort of um, melded a lot of different things into his playing just just because of the music he listened to and loved, you know. It just kind of came out. And so, so no, I don't think he really had any, as far as I know, specific tutors or... Or people that he followed around and, and learned yeah. from just a little bit of everything here and there and this yeah. was what it was uh, yeah well let's play another uh, is this yeah. other tune uh, Jake Gilly is that from him as well yeah um, yeah I, I did learn it from him I think the uh, Floyd County Ramblers was his inspiration for cool. that and, are all yeah. these tunes that you learned from John that we're gonna do oh, today let's see here yeah, I would say, with maybe the exception of uh, 
a squirrel hunter. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> Which we also played together, but I think I got that from uh, John Hartford, right, right. probably. Yeah. Yep. Well, I think I'm still in tune, so whenever you're ready. Alrighty. Jake Gilly, so.
That's a good tune. Where is it? Where is it from? Uh, uh, the Floyd County Ramblers. Floyd County Ramblers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Very cool. probably elsewhere. But that's where I heard it. Yeah. So you grew up in New England. Yeah. And at one point you said you moved back to Vermont. So at what point yeah. were you in Vermont before you went to Colorado? Well, so um, I live southern New Hampshire, southern Vermont. Uh, okay. Kind of went back and forth. Yeah. But right in that area, in the Brattleboro area. Did yeah. you start fiddling uh, as a kid? Um, when did you start? I, I think I got into it when I was about 20, so about 18 years did ago. Did you play music um, before that? I kind of grew up um, playing like rock and roll guitar, you yeah. know. Um, Do you still play ever? Not rock and roll. Um, I, I love playing guitar still. Yeah. Um, my world has kind of been narrowed to the old-timey field yeah. as I get older. But yeah. um, I, my, my folks play, play music, um, so I did grow up with um, my dad playing fiddle and banjo and, mm. and mandolin and my mom playing guitar and singing. And, um, so I grew up around that. Did you like it when you were a kid? I mean, I, it was just the way it was, so I, didn't, I don't really know what I felt right. about it. I do know I, I sort of strayed away from it in terms of wanting to pick it up myself right it was and mom and dad's music it was, it was kind of their thing yeah. i remember getting hauled around to contra dances and stuff and yeah. when i look back i feel real lucky i had that in my upbringing and um and it was it was fun when it came to music though i had very little interest um, up until i left the house of course yeah and um <laughs> yeah so i picked it up and then I came back home here and there as an adult. I, my my dad did help me out a little bit with the fiddle, and yeah. so it got me started. And, um, but yeah, I was I was probably 20 by the time I picked it up. How did you How did you learn fiddle then, as a 20 year old? Like, were you teaching yourself? Were you using um, online resources at all, or were you just yeah. meeting people? And yeah, yeah, um, mostly listened to tapes and yeah. just just picked it up on my own um got a little direction from my dad here and there and some some folks i met along the way you know um yeah yeah and then i and then when i did move back to new england when i was 23 or so um that's when i sort of found this little hub out here that i, I it's a really I, specific like Tribe music culture out here. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it was really refreshing. I had no idea as a kid that it was out here, and when I moved back as an adult, um, I felt really lucky to come across the people I came across when I did, and um, had a lot of help along the ways and a lot of inspiration along the ways. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, what makes yeah like what makes old time music and other traditions that are like peripheral to that or that mm -hmm. old time is peripheral to depending on your perspective mm -hmm. but uh like what mm -hmm. makes old time music in vermont like different and what mm -hmm. was special about it and what is special about yeah, it yeah yeah boy I, I just remember um 
driving out to these parties um, and coming across guys like George Ainley and Bob Ness and Jim Burns and yeah. um, Phil Watson and Rose Sinclair and Paula Bradley and all, it's all these people that um, there, there is if, if, if I think of it in terms of the other little exposure I've had to the old timey world which yeah. is the occasional venture to a big festival like a clifftop or something and and um yeah there's just there's this and of course there's all these styles within the local region as yes. well yeah. so it varies quite a bit but i really always appreciated just this real authentic sound um much of it coming from the love of these old 1920s recordings and, and the the ways that they, they held pretty true to a lot of that um, that sound that was intriguing to them like if you hear George play he's just is George he, here? George is here oh, I yeah. haven't met George yeah, okay, he, great. <laughs> he, he was playing around the campfire last night yeah. and um, God yeah and, and Jim Burns too those guys also have a way of, of just really bringing out the best in those old recordings. Yeah. So I really, really, um, was just very intriguing and, st and still is. Um, yeah. What are, yeah. what are they like, uh, what is the, I'm kind of curious about the, the culture of Vermont. Yeah. Because yeah. when people talk about Vermont, it's sort of like, it's like a, a, demographical and political sort of enigma like it doesn't yeah. necessarily fit cleanly into people's ideas of like uh, yeah. the sides that America's on and stuff like that and right. Uh, right. that's maybe like a little too zoomed out but like I have this like um, idea about like Vermont like older Vermont male fiddlers that I've been very cautiously developing, but not on not on purpose necessarily. Yeah, yeah. Um, where there's sort of this like, I, I guess maybe like charming curmudgeonliness. <laughs> sure. Is there is there an element of that? Sure. And like, how does uh, learning old time from these folks like how has that affected you? Like, yeah. How do they yeah. teach? How do they mentor? Yeah. Do they teach? Do they mentor? Sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's been it's been really fun getting to know these guys over the years, um, and yeah, I know what you mean. There there's an element to this sort of demeanor and charisma that some of these guys carry. That um, and I was a pretty shy kid too, so I I was slow in sort of getting getting in there. And, uh -huh. and um, but but nonetheless, each and every one of them was ultimately very welcoming and and. Um, just wanted to share the music, wanted to yeah. encourage you, and um, that's that's something I really love about this community out here. Is, is regardless of, of what style we all play or what resonates with us, there there is definitely a um, yes, maybe a curmudgeon aspect. To I like see what, that what we respect. all like. Yeah, no, and I, I feel I like know. it's self-aware. Yeah, and, like and from the right. little bit of experience I had this weekend. Yeah, yeah, and that's one of the things I really. Um, actually admire and love about this community is yeah. is Gurmudgeon in the sense that that what they hold true it, and, and what they yeah. deem as beautiful music is what they create and yeah. and you know there, there's like uh, 
how far outside of that box do you want to get or are you willing to um, delve into and, and, and some of these guys yeah they just play how they they play and and, um, and then that's the way it is and that's yeah. that's great like, uh, are there like um, influential like women fiddlers in Vermont? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm obviously I'm sure there are, but like, yeah. uh, you know, when I do my like Facebook blast, like who should I interview? Uh, yeah. The typical thing is just like, oh, all of these men, you know, like sure. that's because like people often sure. just sort of defer to them, and I'm just like curious, like, uh, yeah. Well, they... actually, when I when I um, first moved back to the area my my biggest inspiration right off the bat was uh lindsey mccaw who who at the time was living in uh northern vermont um and she's to this day one of my favorite fiddlers i don't see too often anymore but um yeah Lin- lindsey um the newton family uh sally and and her mom uh, was a great fiddler um yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're out, they're certainly out there. Um, um, I guess I think I I've gotten to know the guys more more, but they're the women are definitely out there. Yeah, yeah. And Western Mass too. That's the cool thing. Like Southern Vermont. Yeah, is also heavily integrated with Western Mass. Right. And delves into New Hampshire a bit. And, yeah. And uh, and th- those states all merge at these parties because there's not so many of us that sure that we can't all come out for those events and so yeah it's not like you each have like hyper local parties that right. like oh i can't go to your party because i'm coming to my party there's not enough, not of, enough us. of you yeah yeah, you gotta, yeah. yeah. so yeah. so i would say my little hub on the uh, you know southern vermont is is also western mass and new sure. hampshire you know sure. so but uh yeah and then you get up this way up middle northern vermont and yeah there's little there's different flavors here and here and there and uh yeah yeah um, it's all a little different but yeah yeah well uh bright sunny south yeah let's give it a shot man also is, one you got from john yeah yeah this is another one of um it's sort of an old ballad tune that he he made into a real nice fiddle tune so give that a shot. Yeah. Thank you. 
cool tune. Yeah. That's so nice playing. That's so great. I'm gonna go move this uh, camera back really quick. It's pretty good right now. Uh, I had a specific oh, angle that I wanted to get it at. Hey, I'm glad you're here. You're welcome <laughs> to come watch anytime. Um, so, uh, we're gonna play Squirrel Hunters. Sure. You, I'm sure, have some other non-Vermont uh, influences, John Hartford being one. Sure. Or at least yeah. for this tune, or do you like listen to all those yeah, tunes? Yeah, I, I love, I always love John Hartford. Um, I still haven't done my like dive. Yeah, into, I've listened yeah. to the this is it the steam powered area plane the like songwriting one. Oh yeah, yeah. I listened to that, and then I listened to the Fiddle Tunes album where he does Maysville. Sure, but sure. those are the only ones that I've heard. Yeah. Oh gosh, he had some great. Yes, yeah, some of them leaned more towards the old timey stuff. Of course, yeah. he could play anything, but yeah. Yeah, he had an Ed Haley tribute album, which is really good. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, it, cool. all Ed Haley tunes that he made, you know, his own that were really, really neat. And uh, he had a great album. What was it? Uh, well, I think this one with with uh, Squirrel Hunter, whatever album that was on, was mostly old old timey tunes. And yeah, so he he's just a great great fiddler and he had a great low monotone voice you know yeah and actually squirrel this is this is kind of funny are like, you gonna do the the potatoes <laughs> that he does i couldn't even attempt you know i but i always like that for, and, and, yeah. for those of you who don't know what potatoes are it's when you go ding dick ding dick with your fiddle or banjo or whatever uh but he does like these like vocal potatoes where he mm-hmm. just does like a mm-hmm. monologue and it sounds like a yeah like a lady smith black mombazo like mm-hmm. the intro to the tunes yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, yeah, that's right. And um, I never had a tuner kicking around the house, but but I had some John Hartford albums and just and his, his intro to Squirrel Hunter. This is a squirrel hunter, and it was like a perfect A. <laughs> so I would tune. That's how I would tune my fiddle. <laughs> that's this amazing. Is a squirrel hunter. Yep, and uh, so it, that's where I got this tune. Um, yeah, let's kick it off. <laughs> yeah. Squirrel Hunter. <laughs> okay, here we go. Thank you. 
jam. <laughs> got those. We got those squirrels. You, yeah, nail them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'd eat them, but <laughs> <laughs> I heard they're not so bad, actually. Yeah, they're probably pretty tough. Tough a little bit, <laughs> muscly. If there's hard times, oh. Yeah. Indulge. <laughs> so um, we got one tune left. This is usually yep. when I ask, um, you know, what like my guests want to promote, if anything. And you make fiddles. I do. I make. How do people fiddles. get your fiddles? Yeah. Well, you just contact me, um, email, painless at hotmail.com. And painless spelled with an e. With an e, like, like the, the common last sense name. pain. Exactly. Okay. Great. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I might actually be related to Thomas. Really? Payne. This is the rumor. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I yeah. I've met many pains. Yeah, there's a few of us out there, and there's a few who spell it the wrong way with a Y instead of an I. But <laughs> incorrect. <sorry. laughs> oh, there it sure. is. Um, so, uh, painless at hotmail.com. Hotmail. Okay, yeah, great, great, yeah. Great. Um, I'll include that in the if you want a fiddle from Nate Payne. Is yeah, this one that you yeah. made? No, no. This was um, uh, John's fiddle, actually. Oh, got handed wonderful. down to me. Yep, yep. Um, I've, I've made a total of five fiddles now so it's a fairly recent endeavor it's a lot of fun um, my neighbor Dave Perrin bought one recently and, and we're pretty happy with it and uh, they're affordable because I'm still in the early sure. stages um, but they're turning out pretty good so right yeah if, if anyone wants to take a chance on on a uh, handmade fiddle yeah. um, I'm out there so yeah yeah very cool well, what do you want to do for this last tune? What do you say? Um, that Durangs is pretty fun. Try that Durangs? Or, or, yeah, or, let's do the Durangs for yeah. the last one. That'd be great. Yeah. Let me just get back to D real quick. Yeah. Okay, I think I have it. Thanks so much for taking some time to yeah, play tunes really, with me. Really fun. It's been nice meeting you and yeah, playing. Yeah, likewise. Banjos. Wow. It's really fun. Thanks, Nate. <laughs> so, yeah, hope to do it again soon. Please. Yeah. Maybe catch you on the West Coast, too, sometime. Yeah, please do. Unless That'd be great. out there one of these days. Alrighty.
you want Nate to custom make you a fiddle, shoot him an email. His address is painless at hotmail.com, and that's pain with an I in the middle. If you want to support Get Up In The Cool and get exclusive bonus content, go to getupinthecool.com and click the Patreon button, then choose a support level that works for you and your budget. You can sign up for an on-air shout-out, the weekly bonus track, online banjo workshops, and access to the Get Up In The Cool tune archive, featuring every tune and song ever played on the show, tagged, organized, and separated from the dialogue for your digital music library. Shout out to Get Up In The Cool's newest Patreon supporter, Matthew Sabatella. This show is my main source of income now, and I'm so grateful to be able to say that. (laughs) But the money I do make for the show is still far from comfortable, so thank you so much, Matthew, for helping my family and me feel a little more secure. I also offer the show's Patreon rewards in bulk at a discount. Just go to getupinthecool.com and click the link at the top that says store. I plan to use the first chunk of money I make from the Get Up In The Cool store to buy some new microphones, and thanks to the generosity of a handful of listeners, I'm now very close to my goal. If a couple more people buy some bulk rewards, the quality of the music in this show will dramatically increase very soon. While you're shopping, buy a telegram. Choose the personal option to wish someone a happy anniversary or birthday or tell an old-time buddy an inside joke, and I'll read your message out loud in the intro to the show. Or choose the promotional option to sponsor an episode, and I'll read some ad copy for your music festival, website, band, or business. That reminds me, thank you to Elderly Instruments for sponsoring this episode. You can visit their online store at elderly.com. If you're unable to support Get Up In The Cool financially, please consider spreading the show around to people who might. Share the Facebook posts and say something nice, and tell your friends about your favorite episodes. If you want to book me for your square dance, festival, or music camp, or take Skype banjo lessons with me, go to getupinthecool.com and click contact. Also on that website are links to my albums, including Get Up In The Cool Volume 2, which is now available as a CD or digital download. I have another podcast called Think Outside the Box Set, and that's available wherever you like to get podcasts. If you're having trouble finding anything I mentioned in this outro, it's all linked in the show notes on your device, my website, and the Facebook page and group, which you should like, follow, and join. That's all for now, friends. Thanks for listening. Come back same time next week to get up in the cool. 